TAVR is more inclusive than ever before. Send all severe aortic stenosis patients to a heart team for a TAVR evaluation. Consider your patient's health and lifestyle needs when determining their best treatment option. Learn more at heartvalves.com. That's heartvalves.com to learn more. Brought to you by Edwards Life Sciences. You're listening to Rock's Heart Radio. In this Getting to Know You episode, Roxana Mehran learns what inspires C. Michael Gibson. Roxana Moran, taping another episode of Rock's Heart Radio, and this episode is, an, is a getting to know you episode. You know, getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. And who could that be but <laughs> Gibson, Mike Gibson, my dear friend, my brother, my confidant, advisor colleague, collaborator, my God. So Mike, welcome to, uh, to Getting to Know You episode. Um, this is uh, an episode where, where we try to dig a little bit deeper for people to get to know a little bit more about you. Uh, I know a lot about you, but I want you to like share it with, with the listeners. And um, first, um, tell us where you were born, where your, where your roots are. I was born um, in Oklahoma and spent a lot of my early years in a town that was recently highlighted in the Washington Post, Stillwell, Oklahoma. The average life expectancy is 56 years, mm. the worst in the United States, worse than a lot of parts of the world. Uh, so um, a lot of uh, Native Americans there. A lot of obesity, a lot of diabetes, a lot of alcohol, a lot of prescription drugs. Um, so <clears throat> access was a, a big issue, uh, mm -hmm. not just for medicines, but also and I talk a lot about this when I talk about the open access movement. You know, I really rambled around in a car repair shop. And one day my grandma said, uh, why don't you go down the street, here's a nickel, why don't you go down the street and buy a book, mm. you know, and quit dreaming about becoming a stock car driver. That was my goal in life. Mm. So I went down the street and I got the, um, I couldn't only, I could only get one book in the encyclopedia, so I got the letter C, I don't know how. Oh. And um, for a brief moment there, I was completely caught up on everything that was going on in the world with the letter C in 1927. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was my internet. Wow. So, so, uh, so what, uh, what, would, what were some of your favorite letter C's in there? God, I can't remember. Yeah, that's amazing. So you read it like cover yeah, to cover, yeah, and yeah. you were just mesmerized. Yes. And, and then how did you end up in medicine? I don't really know. Um, my father, uh, my father ran away from home at age 17 and was essentially kind of homeless. Uh, went to mm -hmm. college at Arkansas State Teachers College. Mm. Recently, my daughter Grace, when she was applying to colleges, she said, hey, do you think I could get into where my granddad went? And we looked oh. it up and the acceptance rate was 98%. And I said, oh. honey, I think you could get in. Oh. <laughs> but then he, um, he, he eventually got into University of Arkansas, lived in the library, you know, really a very- He was really smart. He was smart and then he, um, he was a labor negotiator and worked his way up and he actually 
uh, as a self-made man, became a CEO of a Fortune 500 company oh. for a brief period of time, and the, but he was too, too big of a maverick, and um, the board let him go, and he went on to go do turnarounds and presidents of different companies. But um, really a rags to riches kind of story, but he said, I never, ever, ever want you to be a CEO or to be a, a turnaround guy. Oh, that's you and, now. And the, right, so he, <laughs> so he CEO he said, of he, uh, uh, yeah, BAME? Yeah, he said he wanted me to go into medicine. Uh, my mother's an artist, mm. so, um, so I had, uh, you know, I guess you can run, you can hide, but you can't get away from your genetic destiny. I had a lot of And you have a, a lot of uh, those. Those uh, two genes. They really are, yeah, and, and strong, yeah. strongly. And you, yeah. I mean, your artwork is unbelievable. Many people don't know that you're an amazing artist. Mm -hmm. uh, your ability to, um, you, you have a vision. You see things, I think, that others don't see. Hopefully uh, in a good kind of way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good and bad, whatever it is, yeah. it's art. So mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible. Well, my art did inform my science. My mom, I wasn't a good drawer, but I was a good painter. My mom, I would paint clouds, and she'd always say, you know, you're never going to look at a cloud the same now that you paint clouds. And I, you know, it always stuck with me. And I painted angiograms to become better as a QCA person back in mm -hmm. the 80s and 90s. And there was always this cloud at the end of the angiogram run. And I said, you know, we should look at that cloud. I know. And we began yeah, to planimeter yeah. it and measure how big it was and how bright it was. And then that's how I came up with the blush grades, you know, yeah. to my car that's fusion right. grades. So really, I think, you know, your art and being a visual athlete can inform your science. I mean, Leonardo da Vinci said, uh, become an ob a good observer, um, you know, study the art of science and study the science of art. He really believed in the connectivity of those two, and I think that's very important. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, I'm, I'm so how did you end up at Harvard? Well, <clears throat> I'm still not quite sure. I, <laughs> I was going to be. I You're played, a Harvard I, professor. I, no, I played, um, I played college football. And, and that was at U Chicago. University of Chicago. The guy who was where the first, fun goes to die. Where that's fun went to mean. die, except when I played football. And you know the Heisman Trophy? You know yeah. the guy going like that? Yeah. The Heisman Trophy is modeled after Jay Berwanger, who was a University of Chicago oh. halfback. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. the first Heisman Trophy winner. Oh. And we had that Heisman Trophy in our kind of locker room preparatory mm -hmm. area, and Jay would come to the games. Oh, wow. And I was the halfback. I was the starting halfback. Oh, my God. And here's the first Heisman Trophy winner patting me on the back saying, go get him, Mike. And so I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. Mm. And I won the Young Investigator Award in orthopedic surgery when I was. So you were always I was driven. Do, you were driven, driven you even know, in college. Doing computerized analyses of anterior cruciate ligament repairs. Mm. You know, back when there was no computer. Right. So, uh, so then I did orthopedic surgery, and I decided that it's might like not carpentership. Be for me. Yeah, I would think it was more the people I interacted with, and. Uh, then I went into, I, when I did my medicine rotation, there was a young woman, uh, I still remember her name, but I won't say it, 18 years old, had been partying all night, was in shock, and um, we resuscitated her, and it turned out she had what we called back then IHSS, mm. what we now call hookum. Yeah. And she'd been vomiting, we were fluid repleted her, shocked her out of AFib, mm. 
So back in the days when you'd stay all night at the hospital yep. when you're on call, mm -hmm. the resident turned to me, he said, you know, read this book, read this chapter in this book. It was this blue book and it had heart disease on the front mm -hmm. and it said Bronwald. Oh. And I read this chapter uh, on Hookham and it was just so lucid, it was just so good, you know, it was so, the mechanics well of it all, so well written. It's amazing. So then a, a little while later they said, well, where do you want to go do your residency? With Bronwald. I said, well, I want to go work with that Bronwald guy. Amazing. And they laughed and they said, well, you know, he's only the most powerful man in medicine. He's chairman of medicine too, Harvard hospitals, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, I want to go work with him. <laughs> So, I, so you're driven and yeah. you, you, you look for the goal and you go for it, right? Yes. That's, so. that's one, of your, uh, one of your assets. It's stay focused. Yeah, you're very focused. Like, you know, you, and I, can, I see it in you. That you you want to do something. And, and right now, what do you want to do right now that is, like, so important to you? I want to go, to, I wanna go wanna, take a nap. No, other than that, <laughs> I, I, think, I think what you started with is where you went and the, the yeah. social determinants of health yes. and all the things we just talked about and yeah. how the life expectancy is so low in in certain places and, and yes. going up. No, I, I obviously, I've dedicated a big chunk of my life working with 2,200 physicians over the past 14 years, creating a textbook that's free, open access. Um, and I think we're there. We've created 130,000 chapters, which equals about 13,000 disease states. And I meet with 30 or 40 of them or 50 of them every morning. It's and unbelievable. And we're now done, you know, we're done building the Eiffel Tower. Now it's time to go back and keep it green at all moments in time. And um, I think, you know, I want to do things that are transformative. And this is certainly, I think, on an educational side that's transformative. But what you're doing on social media is transformative. It's the first thing I do. I listen to, I, I look at my right. Twitter account to see what you have to say. Well, one of my first jobs was as a journalist. Yeah, and, you're amazing. Uh, so I, I can't imagine getting up in the morning not knowing what's mm -hmm. going on in the world, and I like sharing that. And, and people have gained a voice, both patients and doctors, and I think mm -hmm. we're going to see patient-driven trials now. Yeah. We're there, we're going to cut out a lot of us, the mm -hmm. bricks and mortar, and patients are going to be really driving things through apps. And I, so, so, you know, these episodes, we want them to be in like five to seven minute things, so for you, we're gonna have episode two, three, and four because we didn't get to your family, we didn't get to your art. I wanna talk about your art. I wanna talk about your photography. I wanna, I want, there's so much to talk about. So yeah. this is episode one, how mm -hmm. you got there, mm -hmm. what you did, and we'll come back. Great, thanks. You promise to come back? I pro I'm, I'm always here for you. Uh, Mike Gibson, you're an amazing guy and I'm so glad we're just touching the surface of getting to know you. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Rice.